0: I'm Dave Champion. This video is inspired by the recent revelations concerning Donald Trump's tax returns. But it is not about Donald Trump's tax returns. It was only inspired by the story and some of the remarks that I've seen and heard people say concerning that development. So, if this really isn't about Trump's tax returns, where am I going with this? For those of you who have been following me since maybe February of March of 2020, where we've talked a lot about science and physiology and data and facts concerning SARS-CoV-2 and COVID-19, you may be completely unaware that if we went back years ago, this show was almost entirely about the subject of liberty. (laughs) Like, wait, how do those two go together? My goal was to reinvigorate liberty in the hearts and minds of my fellow citizens here in the United States. That was my goal starting from 2000 when I had my very first radio show called American Radio with Dave Champion. My goal was to rekindle the spirit of liberty in the hearts and minds of the American people, at least do my part. About two years ago, I came to the conclusion that I had wasted a good portion of my life trying to do that because it seemed to me, and remains that way today in my mind, that Americans really don't give a shit about liberty. Um, What they do care about is politics. And see, to me, I could care less about politics, except in the very narrow area where it is used as a tool to achieve the ends of personal liberty. Other than that, I could care less about politics. Because of my perception then as now, the vast majority of Americans don't really care about liberty at all. Uh, About a year and a half ago, I made a public announcement here that I was no longer going to tackle the subject of liberty uh, because it was a waste. I mean, people like to say the words and they'll reference quotes by the Founding Fathers or maybe a stanza here or there from the Declaration of Independence or a line from the Constitution. But in the end, when it comes down to making decisions, whether it's political decisions, whether it's decisions in their personal life, whether it's how they run their business, or whatever... Yeah, so liberty never enters their mind. So why is liberty so unpopular and politics is so incredibly popular? Well, I can just share my opinion with you, and that is, there's nothing really to argue about concerning liberty. There's nothing that people can look at, and you know they have to they have to create an argument or support a dude that makes them, in their mind, be right, which has nothing to do with facts or accuracy. Liberty is pretty much just I do what I do, you do what you do, and as long as I'm not infringing on the equal rights that you get to exercise and you're not infringing on my equal rights that I get to exercise, we're good. And uh, if we do intrude on each other's liberty somehow, some way, well, we have the civil courts to go and sort that out. I mean, There's nothing really, in terms of argument, in terms of debate, in terms of getting emotionally amped, there's really nothing sexy about liberty. Now, I think liberty is incredibly sexy, but most Americans, it turns out, in practicality, no matter what they say, they don't find it sexy. They find it boring and droll. I think one of the other things that's so unappealing to the American public about liberty is in a true land of liberty, and there's, there's, you can't point like point and say, like, see that geographical area, that's a land of liberty. It doesn't work that way. The only way you have a land of liberty is if you point to that geographic area, and then you point to all of the people who populate it, and you can say, right here, in their hearts, lives liberty. That's a land of liberty, and we don't have that in America anymore. I think one of the main reasons for that is we've come to the point I'm not going to get into the whole history of it, where it doesn't matter whether somebody's left or somebody's right. uh, What they want now is they want to enact laws that force the other 50% of the country to live the way this guy thinks is right. And this guy wants to pass laws to make the other 50% of the country live the way he thinks is right. that's, That's the paradigm that I see far and wide across America. That is the overarching paradigm in the minds of the American people, I'm going to want laws passed to make that guy do what I say. There is nothing more anti-liberty than that. The reason I mentioned Donald Trump's tax returns is somebody said to me, will you please make a video about this with your background, having studied income tax and law for you know, a couple of decades, you could make more sense of this as far as revealing things to the public than somebody else might be able to. Um, I have very little interest in doing that because really what we're talking about is we're not talking about income tax, we're talking about politics. And um, I have eschewed talking about politics publicly. I do so a little bit on my personal page on Facebook. But other than that, I really don't talk about politics anymore. And I'm going to explain to you why politics and politicians and virtually every other issue you could imagine, such as economics and science. In today's society, they all serve as a surrogate for saying, look at me, I'm right. (laughs) Um, If somebody supports, I don't know, Hillary Clinton or Joe Biden, what they're really saying is, I'm a good person and I'm right. If somebody supports Donald Trump, what they're really saying is, I'm a good person And I'm right. Uh, And I think a lot of people are gonna have a hard time hearing that because they can't, it's, it's problematic for them to realize that that's true. But this has been proven time and time again, when videographers go out and they ask someone on the street to declare whether they support this candidate or that candidate. And once the person declares the candidate, well, I support this guy or that gal, then the person conducting the interview says, Can you please tell me why you like this particular policy held by your guy or your gal? But they quote a policy of the other guy, the opposition. And then the person who's declared that they support Trump or Biden or, going back historically, anyone, they sit there and they defend their guy's policy, which is, in reality, the other guy's policy. The point being, Americans don't know what the hell they're talking about when it comes to politics. They are so bereft of facts and data and knowledge and information, and they don't fucking care. Which is the point, right? Remember I said earlier it's not about being factual, accurate, or, or correct. It's about the emotion of feeling right. And that's really all that politics has devolved down to in this, in this particular point in this nation's history. I don't know if it's ever going to recover, I, I'm not optimistic, but that's what it's really all about. I, you know how rarely I ever hear anybody, and I know a lot of people who are very politically active, how rarely I ever hear a person drill down on an issue through all the layers of the facts and the data, present it all and say, and this, this ream of data and facts is why I support that issue, why I look at it that way. Do you know how often I hear that? If you said never? Yeah, you'd be right. Why is it never? Because it's not about facts or data. It's about feelings. And it doesn't matter whether you're left or right. It's about feelings. I want to feel good about myself. And my self-definition, how I define self, means that when I point to that politician, and I tell people, ah, what a great person that politician is. I'm down with that person. That's all about emotion. That's all about validating self. And the guy on the other side of the aisle who says, that politician, oh, I'm so down with that politician. We're homies, right? Okay. Again, it's all about the emotion. So when somebody says, hey, Dave, will you talk about a particular subject? And that particular subject really in the final analysis is all about politics. What value is there? I mean, I could sit here and do it. Don't get me wrong and I would probably enjoy it, and I would be wasting every second of my time. Because, for instance, we will use the Donald Trump tax return thing, right? People who dislike or detest Donald Trump, they will say this proves that they were right all along and that he is the, a, a low-life piece of crap. Those people who have supported Donald Trump for some time, maybe from day one, maybe more recently, those people will say, I want that guy over there prosecuted for not paying his fair share. Oh, but Donald Trump, yeah, he's, that just shows how brilliant he is that you didn't have to pay any taxes. <laughs> and it doesn't matter whether that's a factual, ass- either side, by the way, it doesn't matter whether that's a factual assessment. It only matters that it's either not their guy or it is their guy. If I were to say to somebody who was excoriating Donald Trump over the income tax issue, can you give me the details about what actually appears in his tax return, uh, what has been reported and, and why that's problematic for you? They couldn't. If I were to say to the person who supports Donald Trump, can you tell me what was reported, what we know about those tax returns that le- specifically, not some vague notion, but specifically what was the facts revealed? that show that he was actually, wasn't that he was going broke, wasn't that he was in financial trouble, I'm not saying any of those things are true, but shows that he was just brilliant, and it shows what a great business person he is. Can you show me those particulars? They couldn't. So neither side can show the particulars. Why can't they show the particulars? It's unimportant, because for the person who excoriates Donald Trump, it's about validating self. For the person who supports Trump and says he's a brilliant business person. It's about validating self. That's all we do in America anymore. We run around like chickens with our heads cut off, emotionally validating self. Facts don't matter. That construct is problematic for me because I'm just exactly the opposite. I look at a situation and I say, okay, let me go out and gather all the relevant data. And then I pull all the relevant data points in and I go through them. Which ones conflict? Why are they conflicting? If they're in conflict, there's a problem and it needs to be sorted out. And This would be a very long video if I got into that process. But the, the net result is we chisel, I chisel down until I have the core facts that are supportable by data. Then when I have the core facts that are supportable by data having rejected bad data, um, misapplied data, data that's not really relevant to the equation we're looking at and so forth. When I've completed that process and I look at these core relevant facts, I let them inform my position. Okay, say, so, okay, here's the core relevant facts. Now I have a position. But it doesn't matter what my position is. because. This is why I don't talk politics anymore, because if I were to go through that entire process on something that was a matter like the tax return issue, that ultimately the only way people are seeing it is the political equation, if I were to come and present all these facts and data and break it down and explain the whole thing and why certain things are not relevant and certain things are highly relevant and so forth, no matter the issue, if it's political, if, it's, if it taps into somebody's perception of politics, and I were to bring forth all the evidence, all honed it down, as I just shared with you, that process, and I were to lay it all out and go through it, almost nobody that viewed that content would care. Uh, they would think one of two things based on their position versus my position. Emotionally, they would hear, Dave just validated me. Or, if they're on the flip side of the issue, they'd say, that motherfucker just said I'm wrong. Huh? It's all about the person hearing it and their construct and they're wanting to feel validated. So, so when I, when somebody says, will you break down this issue, which is fundamentally, in the final analysis, political in nature, it's like, why? Nobody cares about facts. Nobody cares about the data. Nobody wants sound conclusions based on facts and data when it comes to politics. They just want to feel validated. And, If you understand the distinction between my model and the model that's probably pursued by, hell, I don't know, I would certainly say the high 90 percentile of the United States population. Uh, You can understand what a frustrating situation it is for me to be built one way, but I can't communicate the results of that to this other, we'll call it 95 percent. I can't communicate it to the other 95 percent because they only can receive it within their narrow construct of how they see things, which is feeling good, feeling validated. If you are one of the people who value facts and data and the rational conclusions to which the facts and the data actually, in reality, lead you to, may I suggest you go to DrReality.News. Do yourself a favor. Pick up a copy of Income Tax Shadow the Body Science, The Payroll Withholding Holding Handbook, or the W91099 Handbook and enjoy some facts because there are very few places in this world today where if you are a fact and data-based person, you can get facts and data without any of the emotional crap. But you can at DrReality.News. Thanks for being here.